Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Welcome to Pod Swoggle Wrestling Podcast with Entertainment. This is your host, Mullet, here. And it's time to give out some awards. And it's time to catch up on the news on the road to the Rumble and on the after road to Wrestle Kingdom. After roads aren't things. <laughs> Where, yeah, yeah, you're, uh, you're going to want to take a left at the Circle K. And then you're going to go down an after road. And it's <laughs> no, going to seem a little sketchy, but don't worry about it. Where we've been... <laughs> Where we've been, we were on a road. <laughs> it's the uh, it's the boring version of Back to the Future. It also sounds like a really shitty uh, biography about Cody Rhodes. <laughs> or a TNA pay-per-view in 2008. After Road. <laughs> to be fair, him. it also sounds like a WWE pay-per-view in 2013. <laughs> exactly. Uh, you've pretty much heard everybody, but we'll, we'll do a, a sound off anyway. In Chicago is Rich. Sound off. One, two. <laughs> In Chicago is Spencer. Three, four. And speaking of three, four, in New York is Tope. I only get with eights and nines. How <laughs> dare you? I was it would better six, nine. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been better if Augie was here because he's legitimately 34 years old. <laughs> that would have been perfect. Um, yeah, so this is the foursome you have at the moment. Um, Augie hopefully will be joining us at some point when he finishes doing whatever the five things he's doing at the moment. Uh, Widden, your current reigning defending Podswoggle champion, is absent again. and He'll be absent for next week's podcast as well. Um, he did bequeath me um, a motherfucking... Nice. I, <laughs> trust me, Widden, Widden's queefs or something. Um, he did give me uh, a, a proclamation to give out later on on the show, which will be one of his powers. Oh, weird. He um, gave me one, too. Oh, he did? Oh, fuck. Okay, great. Wonderful. So, uh, so Widden will still be heard, and we'll be, we'll be um, doing that stuff later on. So, uh, uh, I just yeah. got nervous in a way. Yeah. I have not been nervous in a long time. Oh, yeah. I'm, set, I'm setting that bad boy up right now. I'm just going to let it simmer. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, mine, yeah mine, mine set up as well. Uh, so, of course, that could change. Uh, next week's podcast will be us picking our Rumble Twitch picks. We're going to record that later on tonight. But first, we have some very important business to attain uh, to uh, – important business to – What's after the road. phrase I'm looking for? After – we have some business to after road. No, we have some fucking swaggy awards to give out. Uh, for the second year in a row, you guys have uh, responded very, very kindly – and Rich, I turn it over to you, the the Price Waterhouse Cooper of the Swaggy Awards, to <laughs> announce the winners. And what is this? What, what what year of doing these awards is it? Well, this is the second year that we've actually had people vote on them. But I think for actual Swaggies, it's like the fourth or fifth year. Well, thank you everybody for joining us on Pod Swaggle for the fifth annual Swaggy Awards. Uh, we'll go ahead and start in the order that we we all nominated, and we just want to thank everybody for. For vote, voting and voting again. You could have voted multiple times. <laughs> and I swear to God, I'm refreshing these for the final vote as like right before I say them. And if there are any ties, that's on 
you, the listener. So <laughs> I hope you can sleep well at night. It was a good year, and people deserve to win multiple things. That's all. We had, we had, I think, one tie last year. No, we had two ties last year. And one of them involved my daughter. <laughs> yes. And another was like a three-way tie. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, without any further ado, here are your 2017 Swaggy Award winners. The Santino Morello Award for Excellence in Comedic Wrestling. The nominees were... You know what? Let me go here so I don't tell them in order. Uh, I was going to say, just for the sake of time, maybe not go through all the nominees. Well, then fine. Uh, (laughs) Your winner of the Santino Morella Excellence in Comedic Wrestling Award is the tag team duo of Brizongo. Oh, looking for them. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. And if you want any like, like percentages that. or how much they won by, I will uh, I will certainly oblige. If it's significant, uh, I would say. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. If it's notable. Uh, they won by three votes. Wow. A close runner-up was Chuck Taylor. Good. Good for him. It's good. Good rest. Yes. Uh, the Once You Pop Award for Best Pop of the Year. Your winner, the Hardy Boys Return yeah. at WrestleMania. Yep. As it should be. As it very much was. Yeah, that was insane. Uh, the It's My Job Award for Best Jobber of the Year. Refresh here. Uh, again, another razor-thin race. Kurt Hawkins. <laughs> wins the Best Jobber of the Year Award. Well, that sucks. It broke a streak. a <laughs> streak. Edging James Ellsworth out by two votes. Wow, wow. I, I do, I do want to say that I find it hilarious that Zack Ryder tweeted today, like, hey, it's 2018, we finally made it, bro. And it was a screenshot of his new shirt and Kurt Hawkins' new shirt on the front page of WWE Shop, and they're the two fucking shittiest fucking shirts that have ever existed. <laughs> very bad so, shirts. Yep, you made it. Good job. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't seen, uh, I don't know if he had one. Zack Ryder's shirt's very bad. Yes, a Hawkins shirt is literally just like a ta- like a bunch of tally marks about all of his losses, <laughs> and I think it says like Kurt Hawkins on the back or something. Oh boy, Hawkins, the Swaggy Award for Best Heel or Face Turn of the Year goes to Kevin Owens turning on Chris Jericho at the Bullshit. Festival of Friends. Yes, that's the right answer. It yep. won by two votes. Oh my god, over Ciampa and Gargano. Yeah. And I'll tell yeah. you right now, this swapped the lead several times. Wow. Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah, because of you making sure that it happened. <laughs> I, I had nothing to do with this. I'll tell you right now how many multiple voters there were. 47 votes from 41 voters. So it's very possible I could have swayed this, but I didn't. But I didn't. <laughs> well, you were really hoping to exonerate yourself there. I was, I was hoping. I was really carrying a big stick. But we got to keep this moving. <laughs> We can't bitch. talk about that forever. I mean, we're going to relitigate the whole thing. The Zach, speaking of Zack Ryder, the Zack Ryder Memorial Award for Best Social Media Use. Uh, the, the Swaggy goes to, I think it's well earned, the Chris Jericho, Kenny Omega Twitter feud. Wow, nice. Uh, edging out Chuck Taylor by two votes. Again, Chuck, uh, sad boy. And edging <laughs> out... And edging Make out sure Rusev by three votes. Boards. Nice. Yeah. That's two, uh, two swaggies for Chris Jericho already. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> he won't be winning the next one, that's for sure. Uh, 
the award for best merch of the year. The Swaggy goes to the Young Bucks. Yeah, gotta. Mm. Yeah, of course. Uh, beating by one vote. Holy shit, Johnny Gargano. His merch sucks. Receive carpal tunnel from the amount of work you had to put in to I've make all this happen. I've done nothing. I've been too busy. I wish I could have voted more. This is fucking Moonlight and La La Land all over again. You need to watch your ass, all right? Because <laughs> how about the best title run of the year goes to the Swaggy goes to Okada for his IWGP yeah. Heavyweight Championship Good run. One. Duh. Yeah. Uh, I considered voting for Asuka, but I, I that was she's my close second. That was your runner up. Yep. Uh, not that close, but no, okay. definitely the runner-up. The real-life story of the year. Again, another close one. There were so many ties when I checked yesterday. It was insane. That's so interesting. The real-life story of the year. The Swaggy goes to the continued rise of women's wrestling. Mm. Nice. Their Money in the Bank match last year. The Women's Rumble. Glow. May Young Classic. Uh, just beating out by two votes, uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling's expansion. Which I also I consider voting for as well. And uh, beating out by three votes, uh, the viral outbreak in the Raw locker room. <laughs> <laughs> that feels so long ago already. That it, literally feels like something that happened like two years ago. Where it's like, hey, remember that? It feels long ago, but it also like swung everything. Yeah. Like everything's different now on Raw. Because of it. Yep. Um, something else that also changes things unexpectedly. The most devastating injury of the year. Uh, in a landslide victory. <laughs> uh, the swaggy goes to Katsuyori Shibata. He almost died. Or he... his head. Splitting being... open like a cassava Splitting... melon. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he almost gave his life for the thing he loves. Yeah. What was the wasn't the percentage just recently revealed like they told him he had like a like an 18% chance of surviving like imme- like like immediately afterwards? I have I have like no it, idea. I didn't hear about I that. I believe it, you if you said it. But yeah. It, it was in the teens. I know that. That's uh that's scary. Yeah. But I don't know, he won this by 60%, so good. It's worth yeah. it. Better better odds. Let's turn to the Scott Center math promo. Move on. <laughs> Uh, well, speaking of most overrated, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> the most overrated wrestler of the year, the Swaggy goes to Jinder Mahal. Yeah, damn right. I thought we were like done with him, and then he like showed up and cut a promo on somebody on uh, on SmackDown. SmackDown yesterday. Yeah. Uh, I was probably on AJ, and I was like, "Oh man, you're still doing stuff, huh?" No, no, no. It was uh, against whoever he's in, fa- Woods. Uh, fighting. Yeah, Xavier Woods. Woods. Oh, okay. US. Because remember, uh, he's going to be the the U.S. champion probably. Hashtag jingoism. <laughs> All right, we're just going to move past that for your most underrated wrestler of the year. <clears throat> Another close one. This actually changed since the last time I saw it. Wow! Your winner and the swaggy goes to yet again Luke Harper. Fuck yes! Wow! Uh, edging out Finn Balor, beating him by two votes. Well deserved. Yeah. Uh, that the how are they still not signed asterisk award? Uh, <laughs> this goes to, and I guess I mean technically 2017, but even then, eh, uh, Ricochet won this. Yeah, Did he not yeah. win. He won it last year too, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, well, cool. Just goes to show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They listened. Uh, finally. Cool. So, so whoever wins it next year has to wait one more year, and then they'll get signed. Yeah. Uh, and and yeah, I feel good about that. Also, the feel good story of the year. Uh, let's see here. Uh, the 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 swaggy winner for feel good story of the year. It goes to Ric Flair. His health improvement is thirty for thirty. His overall mm. year. Well, that's a that's a surprise. Yeah, good good for him. It uh, it beat Potslam by three votes. Good. He, now he has to come to that next year. Then he's obligated to. That's how this works. It's gonna uh, be a few. It's gonna be a few years before we just have Podslam for Ric Flair. <laughs> for what cause? All of them. Be a Every single one of them. All of them. <laughs> well, yeah, he, uh, he's a fascinating dude, and uh, the award for most fascinating person of the year, the Swaggy, goes to. I believe this is also a uh, second year in a row. Paige. Huh. Yeah. Mm. It is. I think she did. She split it with the rear last year. Let me look. Hold on. Uh, I got everything here. No, no that's it, two years in a row. Yeah, two years in a row. Uh, for you know, kind of a rebound year, as it were. So hey, it's like a redemption story. Is also fascinating. She got a movie made about her. She's already was in some movies. Yeah, it was a it was a it was a year for Paige. Um, uh, dream match of the year. That swaggy goes to Kenny Omega versus Daniel Bryan. That's a good one again. <laughs> so, who knows? They uh, the day we're recording this, they just launched the All In Twitter account for the All In Indie Show. Right. Um, so the Young Bucks and Cody Rhodes show. Uh, Young Bucks, Cody Rhodes, uh, Kenny is executive producing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Skrull, um, uh, Stephen Amell. Yep. You know. Oh, that explains why he's got a uh, shirt on Pro Wrestling Tees now. Yeah. Well, he yeah. did some stuff with uh, ROH as well. Uh, okay. Like, him and Cody are tight. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah he's had some stuff. But um, how uh, I I so frantically looked to see what date that was scheduled for because I'm like not against Pod Slam, not against Pod Slam, oh, not against Pod Slam. But then also like not during this guy's wedding. Not like, like there's like four different yeah. events where I'm like, man, this is gonna suck for a lot of yeah. people. But we're good. Instead. It's my birthday weekend. There you go. The Swaggy Award for Cutest Couple goes to, second year in a row as well, Johnny Gargano and Candice LeRae. Winning it outright. It's going to get to the point where they have to, like, they're going to Oprah, like, recuse themselves from that category, I think, right? (laughs) Yeah, something. Uh, Or, you know, it all falls apart. Yeah, he'll turn. Career. Oh, man. That's not funny. <laughs> Career rejuvenation of the year. This swaggy will be. Oh, son of a bitch. I just refreshed it and it turned into a tie. No way. I am very pissed right now. I would just say whatever, whatever it just was. Like nope. whatever it was before. Nope. Oh. This is what it is. This is what it is. And it's on. Do you think this is how the Oscars work too? They just like have votes rolling in. I was like, shit, shit. Jane Lynch, stop hosting real quick. Late breaking news. Shape of Water is weird, <laughs> and we can't. <laughs> it is too weird. It's too weird. Someone just realized, and now it's tied. No, man. I, 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 I'm bound to it. It's on the screen now. Well, what was in first place, and now what's the tie? The first recipient of the Swaggy for Career Rejuvenation of the Year, Samoa Joe. Okay. Okay. And these two have been flipping back and forth this the entire time as well, so I don't feel bad about this. Mm-hmm. The co-recipient, the Usos. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. 
Because, yeah. I mean, honestly, when you think about it, you're like, holy shit, yeah, like, such a huge difference. Yeah. Uh, also a huge difference. Worst promo of the year. Oh, boy. This was another fun race. Your winner, as it, as rightfully both of these should have been, but the winner, the swaggy goes to Sister Abigail. Damn right. Okay, but what was the second place? By two votes, uh, Jinder Mahal's promo okay. on Shinsuke yeah. Nakamura. I was going to say, if it's not... Uh, we're voting against racism here, people. <laughs> like, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What, what, Sister uh, Abigail is a that bad, much worse than that's racism. That's a bad, yeah, exactly. <laughs> a bad cross-dressing swamp ghost or racism. Yeah. It's like, well, they're both this very award, not good. This award is I for look, a better future for our children. Yes. I look forward to him winning that next year just by laughing. Yeah, honestly. That's all he's got. Best out-of-character performance of the year. Did you, did you give a uh, best promo out? Uh, we're... It, it, for whatever reason, got uh, uh, separated oh, okay. a little bit, so I'm, it, cool. it's in a couple categories. Yeah, no worries, but no worries. The best category, or the best out-of-character <laughs> performance of the year, landslide victory. The swaggy goes to Southpaw Regional yeah. Wrestling. That's like like full, 30 people just got an award. <laughs> because Woo Crispy, Woo Tangy, Woo... <laughs> All right, Fuck now you. now Ric Flair earned Feel Good Story of the Year. <laughs> <laughs> Retroactively because of Southpaw. Best release of the year, another nail-biter. This was tied up until just a moment ago. Wow. So an opposite situation. The award, the Swaggy, recipient of best release of the year, Jack Swagger. Damn right. Didn't he just like beat a bunch of people up this weekend or something? Yeah, it was like at a... Um, at a press conference for an upcoming fight, so it was just one of those like boxing things where well, building hype. Yeah, he, yeah, everyone's super excited. He beat <laughs> James Ellsworth by one vote. Oh, I feel bad. I was going to say he beat Chuck Taylor by one vote. I'm like, he didn't even get released. He's just still in second place. <laughs> I'm in a perpetual state of released. Uh, you alluded to it earlier. The best him, promo sorry, of real the quick, year. Him and, him and Sting, the uh, singer, are both in a perpetual state of release. <laughs> that's funny. That's, hey, that's very good. Uh, that's so far on Podswallow. That's, that's the best promo of the year so far. <laughs> uh, best promo of the year in wrestling. Uh, the swaggy goes to John Cena's retorts to Roman Reigns. <laughs> Yeah, not a very close uh, one either. Really, I thought yeah. Joe or Miz was going to make that competitive. No, unfortunately not. Uh, best new signing of the year, another. These are all these are all very very close. Uh, best new signing of the year. This also switched in the last couple days. Uh, the swaggy goes to uh, the crop of British boys. Uh, Ooh, the UK mm. championship. British Strong Style, Mandrews, Wolfgang, uh, beating out Adam Cole by one vote. Mm. Yeah. Uh, kind of a an awkward category this year since there weren't that many, but winning in a landslide, the Swaggy for Best New Show of the Year goes to Southpaw Regional Wrestling. Well done, boys. Because, good. duh. I didn't yeah. realize until like way after the we did all this, like that... It came out in 2017. Yeah. Both in, yeah the like, first one was in January. Yeah. yeah. 
Was it January? Yeah. I want to say like Southpaw and like the UK tournament were like the same. I don't know. I want to say it was like March because why were we still doing that shit at WrestleMania? Because it was fucking that good. Hold on. (laughs) Wait, no, it it is March 17th. Yeah. That tracks way better. Because I'm the kind of person that gets over things so quickly. That makes sense (laughs) for the fact that we were doing it so much WrestleMania weekend. It feels like January, though. So, sure, sure. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's... Yeah. Well, I mean, wow. we, all, we all weren't sure if it wasn't 2016. You know, that's how long ago it feels. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, they, yeah, you could have convinced me. Yeah, Wait, when, what was the new season, then? Uh, like, in the fall? <laughs> that felt like March. Yeah, for real. <laughs> it was a long year. <laughs> <laughs> it really was. Uh, especially was, when you got to really... watch, so watch so many bad matches. The Swaggy Award for Worst Match of the Year... Goes to Randy Orton versus Bray <laughs> Wyatt at WrestleMania 33. Damn right. Beating out by one vote, Randy Orton versus Jinder <laughs> Mahal, who got the prison match, oh, WWE man. Battleground. Which and beat. beat and, ahead, please. and the winner beat by two votes, Big Show versus Big Cass, oh. Enzo in a shark cage. I know. I wanted it to be Randy Orton versus Bray Wyatt again as well. House of Horrors. That would have been fucking amazing. But yeah. Uh, best best match of the year. The votes for these were spread out so thin because mm. there's it's so gonna, much uh, to yep. choose from. And I don't think I even voted for the thing I nominated. That's yeah, that's how good they were. Yeah, yeah. Well, don't worry. It ended up being a three way tie. Okay. With <laughs> please, I mean, it's all three of them. <laughs> uh, all, all three. They Kenny and Kazuchi well, matches. All three weren't even. Nominated, that'd but that'd be great. Uh, not a one of them is the winner. Whoa, I know. that's I think what silly. may have happened is the mentality of, well, everyone's going to vote for that. Sure. Right. So I'm going to vote for either Pete Dunn versus Tyler Bate, NXT TakeOver Chicago, mm-hmm. that's DIY exactly. versus The Revival versus Authors of Pain, mm-hmm. NXT TakeOver Orlando. Mm-hmm. And Brock Lesnar versus Braun Strowman versus Samoa Joe versus Roman Reigns at uh, SummerSlam. Okay. I also think that, so, again, we've been trying to stay up on New Japan, but remember that some of our listeners still are also possibly a little behind on that as well. So yeah, totally. we've, had, we've had a couple New Japan wins, but a lot of them have still skewed more so towards WWE. So, so those, are your five way, those, those are your three-way winners mm-hmm. for best match mm-hmm. of the year. Your second place is a two. It's a two-way tie for second place. Jesus, uh, between uh, Omega Okada, Wrestle Kingdom Eleven, yeah. and uh, Killshot and Dante Fox. Hell of a hey. match. Thanks, yeah. to everybody. Appreciate that. Which I, I didn't I, vote for it. I did watch all, all of. Uh, oh, you're caught up on Lucha. Yeah, all, all, all four parts of the. Oh, of Final Deletion. Whatever the fuck it's called. It's not what it's called. <laughs> Ultima, Lucha. Ultima, Ultima Lucha Tekken <laughs> Super Street Fight. <laughs> Dude, they, fun of delusion. They, they, fly, <laughs> they use a lot of blood, huh? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Uh, that's why I said when you watch Hell in a Cell '98, like, bro, you ain't seen nothing yet. It's the ground. It's the the, the grindhouse channel, man. Yeah, it's, it's just whatever. We can talk about that later. Yeah. Uh, best use of a legend or celebrity, and the swaggy goes to the Vince McMahon beatdown by Kevin Owens on SmackDown Live. Yeah, I mean that was insane. It was crazy. It was actually crazy. Yeah, I, I still remember like where I was when I saw that. I was at the annoyance having a drink. 
And hey, D'Angelo Williams, good for you. Go fuck yourself. Oh. That's for that's for that's for costing me fantasy football several years ago, dick. Do you, do you think when it happened, like somewhere in a hospital bed, Shibata just like woke up in a cold sweat and just said no, and he didn't know why? <laughs> <laughs> just something felt wrong on the other side of the earth. Yeah, someone's skull was being bashed in with another skull. <laughs> yeah. The uh, best hot tag of the year. Hot category here. The swag he goes to Cesaro. Cesaro. Still two years in a row. Uh yeah, uh with the same okay yeah yeah with the the bar feels like they've been together at times for ten years and at yeah. times for two months. Oh yeah, no they they, they teamed up at Starcade together. That's, That's like, exactly, exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> like, didn't they take on the brainbusters at one point <laughs> they, actually that's just fire that's actually just scott norton and ice train that's fire and ice <laughs> that's, just, so, that's just that's just jack swagger in makeup speaking no, of we, we 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 watched uh the best of seven match seven at pod slam or after pod slam so just how long that's been going on yeah, it's nuts. Potsdam has oh, been around for shit. 15 years. <laughs> <laughs> we praised $10 million for Connor's <laughs> Cure over the years. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, you mentioned Ice Train earlier, so worst gimmick of the year. Okay. <laughs> okay so what could this possibly segue into? Oh. Hey, yo, bro, I, I, I don't, I I don't want to ruin like the momentum or anything, but I would totally launch into it. I love you the week of Ice Train if I, if I could right now, but I won't. Okay. Uh, the swaggy goes to, in a decisive fashion, Bray Wyatt slash Sister Abigail. Wow, that's three for Bray, and they're all not good. That that <laughs> proves that we don't have a ton of New Japan uh, viewers among our listenership, because Yoshihashi <laughs> fucking sucks. Yoshihashi at one point was leading. Oh, like, okay, okay. Very early, Yoshihashi was leading. He ended up getting twenty percent of the vote. Like, if his gimmick was jumps in a river and dies, I would still like it less than his current gimmick. Or, like, more. I like it more. <laughs> also, don't forget, uh, I think Switchblade was up there uh, as well, which mm-hmm. somebody on Reddit today described it the perfect way possible. Yes. Knife pervert. <laughs> <laughs> is the best two Well, knife pervert's <laughs> good. I like knife pervert. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to make a knife pervert in WWE and have him be in my Twitch tournament like in June or something. Uh, Switchblade had uh, 10% of the vote. Yeah. Uh, best gimmick of the year. Let's focus on the good. Uh, a healthy margin of victory. The swaggy goes to the Velveteen Dream. Good. That's good stuff. Good for him. Yeah. Especially because that could have easily been on the other end of the spectrum. <laughs> and he busted his ass and made sure that it wasn't. Yeah. Uh, and he's got a hell of a look, too. I mean, we were talking about him. And the Swaggy Award for Best Look of the Year goes to the Velveteen no Dream. Good for him. And no. those airbrush tights. Tights were airbrush, so baby. clutch. Yeah. Uh, again, Tope, Tope. Like, I want you to have airbrush tights. <laughs> I can do that. Either you or Augie. I don't know why. I think you both would be great in those. With the faces of your enemies. Or <laughs> <laughs> like, no, not that. Nope. Not 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 what you were gonna say. <laughs> There's on the room. <laughs> that is true. I Moving love, on. I love all my pastors equally. <laughs> pastors. Uh, best 
Best song of the year. Let's just completely flip it. <laughs> Thank you. Bad and bougie. Uh, How did the snake in here? <laughs> oh, that'd be wonderful. That'd be a dope ass entrance name. I mean, there's got there's someone on the indies got to be using that. Um, but your winner of the Swaggy Award for best song of the year, um, maybe won it last year. I don't remember. Shinsuke Nakamura, The Rising Sun. Hmm. It did. It yeah. did. Two year, two years in a row. Uh, beat out uh, Root of All Evil for Alistair Black by two votes. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's a shame. That's, that's, that should have won, but it's okay. It's still yeah. good. Um, and True Love also had a strong run. Um, and uh, Dave Johnson on Twitter was very confident that uh, Kaze Nianare yeah. was going to win. And I told him, don't be so sure, my friend. I would <laughs> love it. I would have loved it. I yeah, nominated it. Same, same, same. But, you know. Uh, Man, I was a pretty big Suzuki fan before Wrestle Kingdom. I'm somehow a bigger Suzuki fan now. Absolutely. Okay. He's a maniac. He's a t- fucking maniac. Yeah. Uh, best uh, ring entrance gear of the year. The Swaggy Award goes to... Or, no, sorry. Did I say ring entrance? Just gear? Best ring entrance. entrance. Yeah, just entrance. Yeah, my bad. Yeah. The best ring entrance of the year, the Swaggy goes to Alistair Black. Yeah, there getting go. his win back over Shinsuke Nakamura by two votes. That's good. Yeah. That, that actually reminds me of something I, I should mention before. With the best ring gear, if this would have taken, I mean, God, if this would have taken place, the voting after January 4th, this would have been a landslide for Marty Scott. I've already, I keep a list, a running list all year, so okay. he's already there, as well as some commentary. We'll talk calls. about scroll later. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've already got him down for next year. Uh, best finisher name. Not the best finisher. Best finisher name. I don't give a shit how it is. Yeah, I had to keep reckoning with that in my head. Yeah, when I was voting. I want to know how cool it sounds. And again, I just refreshed, and it resulted in a tie. Damn. And it's a tie that I'm very down with. Uh, the swaggy will be shared by the bitter end yep. for Pete Dunn mm-hmm. and Black Mass for Alistair Black. That's good shit. Yeah. Yes, that's perfect. Uh, uh, defeating uh, the. Last year's champion, the Shatter, Shatter Machine, Machine, by two votes, as well as Purple Rainmaker, by two votes. Oh, hey, the Revival are back. Are they? <laughs> yeah, you would know it, but they're back. <laughs> they've been back for two weeks. Well, they've been back for three. They haven't been on Raw for two. I'm, I'm getting, yeah, something like that. Yeah. They've been back for X, and they've been... It hasn't been, but why? Well, they were nominees in this next category uh, for best debut of the year. (laughs) And that Swaggy Award goes to Adam Kroll. Adam Kroll. Adam Carolla. Adam Adam Nick Kroll. (laughs) It was amazing. I don't know why I just had a stroke there. (laughs) Uh, Adam Adam Cole. (laughs) Adam Carolla, baby. (laughs) I heard Adam (laughs) Kroll. I heard Nick Kroll's dipshit brother, Adam Kroll. (laughs) Adam Kroll. Adam Carolla, baby. <laughs> That's good. That's good. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, but yeah, uh, NXT Brooklyn Takeover three. Uh, he won this category by two votes, uh, defeating the Hardy Boys at WrestleMania thirty three. Adam Cole won. Yes, <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> I for real forgot. I was like Nick Carolla. Why were you on this tangent? <laughs> uh, so next category: worst feud of the year. Uh, a lot of very worthy nominees here, uh, but the Swaggy Award goes to Jinder Mahal versus The Field. <laughs> Shane, 
Shinsuke Nakamura. Yeah. Uh, and and the field is also a nominee for best feud of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the winner of the Swaggy Award for best feud of the year, Omega versus Okada. All right. There we go. So, yeah, they got him. They got him somewhere. It's so good. Like I, when I voted, for, I voted for them, and I just was thinking, like, man, I can't wait till their next match. Like, yeah, how? There's not a ton of people you can say that about. Yeah, and it might be, it might be like six months. From now. I was gonna say like seven months to a year. Yeah, if totally. Very patient. They can go a year. Uh, and and that's something we're very much not done with, but. This next category, the We're Done Here Award for Most Outstayed Welcome of the Year. This was very competitive, switched back and forth uh, several times over the course of uh, the voting period. But the Swaggy Award goes to Jinder Mahal. Yeah. Wow. Jinder Mahal's cleaning up, y'all. I was going to say, I'm, try, I'm trying to keep check. So there's only uh, one person that's won uh, four Swaggies in one year. Uh, that was The Miz last year. And there's a bunch of people with three. So we're getting close. Um, you know, uh, we were talking about Omega Okada, and that would definitely fall under something that we don't want them to mess up, and they're not. But uh, the Swaggy Award for the Please Don't Mess This Up Award uh, goes to the Women's Royal Rumble, which yeah. is definitely not something that has happened yet, but, but still, please, please don't mess, it up. Don't don't mess, don't mess this up. up. I'm glad it wasn't uh, Broken Matt Hardy because uh, bad news, they've already messed <laughs> it up. Yeah. Well, for 2017, yeah, yeah, 2017 was still pristine. Uh, yeah, that that did come in second. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. He posted something with the the, the anthem guy. They came to a full blown like uh, agreement or like settlement, so like they can go full on with merchandise and all the other mm-hmm. characters. So don't worry, we're gonna get fucking Senor Benjamin getting Sister Abigail into like a fucking boat or something <laughs> before you know it. Yeah. Um, the, I do like his new music though. Yeah. The, oh, buddy award for the most misused of the year. The swaggy award goes to, and I'm, I'm down with this one. I agree. Bailey. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I feel bad for her. I feel very bad for her. She was, Mm -hmm. I think I voted for her, but Shinsuke was a close second for me. But yeah, Mm -hmm. Bailey just feels so like sad. Yeah. She was very good in NXT. She carried NXT for a long time. That's she crazy is. to hear because I don't know that. Yeah. Well, I she, know about it. She should have been the female John Cena. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah. yeah she she should have wow. been the female John Cena. And it would have and would have been 100% with the whole crowd. And could have been a mainstream star. And I could keep talking for 30 minutes, but I won't. Yeah. It's all right. I blacked out for a little bit. We're talking about Alexa, right? <laughs> Nope. Oh, hey, how did Alexa do an overrated, by the way? Did she, <laughs> did, she did she get a lot of votes? She got negative votes. I don't know. Yeah, it was uh, weird. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. Caught a lot of flack for that. Um, <laughs> she had. She actually did have a, a couple of uh, early votes, and I was like, motherfucker. <laughs> One was uh, mine. <laughs> she ended up... Uh, she ended up... One, two, three, four... Uh, fifth. Yeah. Most overrated. Yeah. Don't worry, she'll finish higher next year. Well, you're not a soothsayer, so (laughs) whatever. Uh, The uh, best commentary call of the year, maybe the biggest victory? I got to go back and double check. Sharks don't have hands, Saxton. Sharks don't have hands, Saxton. (laughs) 
Sharks. <laughs> I know. Uh, yeah, that was maybe the easiest one to pick. That whole category was like six or seven choices. They were all graves. They're all graves. So good. Yeah. Uh, the next closest, the second place was Shut Up, Byron. Classic. Mm-hmm. Old yeah. standby. Yeah, exactly. That's just, the, that's he, just a comma. <laughs> he, he already has a, uh, a leading candidate for this year from SmackDown yesterday when, yeah. but when like Glorious yep. hit and he said, Shut Up, Phillips. And then the character just goes, can I get a hallelujah? And Saxon goes, hallelujah. Before you can finish, he goes, not you, Saxon. Yeah. He said specifically, uh, wherever in Alabama, Birmingham, Alabama, can I get a hallelujah? Hallelujah. Uh, I also have, I've been writing his down as well. Um, and there were two that I wrote down that weren't even that. Or there was one on Monday and one from last night that wasn't even that one it's as amazing. well. Uh I it, it's I mean can you imagine it being like like 1989 and just trying to compile all the best quotes then it would just be like 100 pages of Heenan like every other yeah. line yeah you know what I mean yeah absolutely like we're approaching that territory so uh, uh man yeah he's great and we had a whole bunch of nominees for this next category and Basically, almost all of them got votes. It ended in a two-way tie. A three-way tie last year. Uh, it, oh, it, it could have easily been a five-way tie. Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, the Gotta Wear Shades Award for Brightest Future. The Bright Future Scholarship. <laughs> That's only relevant if you lived in Florida. Yep. Florida boys. Uh, the Swaggy Award will be shared by the Velveteen Dream. Mm-hmm. And Braun Strowman, <laughs> they beat by one point Pete Dunne, Hangman Page, oh, wow. Good and Montez Whoa. Ford. Hell yeah. I'm, all, I'm for all of that. I ultimately voted for Braun because like, when, when you think about it, it's so possible he's going to be here for another like two plus decades, you know? Right. Depending on what happens. <sighs> he, I, he's like 34, which sucks. Yeah, he had yeah. like a long, strongman career, and he's a big guy. It's like I, I, I think he's not human. So yeah, you're correct. Well, I mean, he'll he'll be be the GM. It's a good thing that that wasn't his name either. Long strongman. Not... Long strongman. <laughs> I'm not finished with you. I just want you to get back here and sign this contract. <laughs> uh, I can't wait to talk about him later. Long strongman. He just looks like the Gordon's fisherman. That would be like. <laughs> You're thinking of a longshoreman. Yeah. Yeah. So is Vince. <laughs> uh, the, uh, we're, we're down the home stretch right now. The Their Back Award for Returning Performer of the Year. There were only four nominees in this category, and the winner won, again, by a large, large margin. Uh, the Swaggy Award goes to Drew McIntyre. Yeah. Good. Whatever. Who cares? Hey, what a good year. <laughs> Whoa. He's gone. That's what he is now. Well, not for long. He's going to get better. Yeah. R.I.P. Uh, is, this, our penultimate category uh, is, again, a very, very evenly spread. Uh, spread. 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 <laughs> uh, <laughs> Everything's like separated by one vote each. It's insane. The the Unicorn Award for the most entertaining entity of the year. 
this has changed so many times. But ultimately, your standalone winner. I'm sorry. I forgot to give everyone the proper greeting. Happy Rusev Day. Happy Rusev Day. Happy Rusev Day. Happy Rusev Day, everybody. Happy Rusev Day. Oh, wait. wait, It's Rusev Day when you're hearing this. Did he win? But when we're recording it, it, it'll be Rusev Rusev Day. Day. Yeah. Uh, uh, Rusev parentheses day uh, uh, one one by one vote that's amazing yeah recency bias kind of yeah exactly that's extreme but but also you can go Rusev over the course of the year as well and he's sure he's been very entertaining on Total Divas from what I understand Um, and he's been and up up up, up, down 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 as well Twitter that's true yeah like Rusev himself has had a strong year and then he just finished very yeah. very strong with Rusev Day. All right, I'll buy it. Um, but again, like it's not like everyone was like fuck everything else. Yeah, yeah. He beat uh, the Usos and Southpaw by one point, uh, <laughs> and this is all of third place. Best friends: The Miz, Marty Scurll, and Velveteen Dream. Wow! Yeah. Holy shit! Yeah. So it was insane. It was a fucking crazy year. Good. Speaking of crazy year, it was a wild one, and who? came out on top we had some breakout stars we had some solid veterans still putting in the work who ultimately won the year of 2017 for wrestling ladies and gentlemen the swaggy goes to kenny omega (laughs) my boy i would say that's accurate yeah one two three he ended up winning three he won three same as the person that won uh, won it last year, AJ Styles. Yeah. It was the first time we're saying his name tonight, <laughs> which is <laughs> funny. I mean, he was nominated for a few things. He just wasn't nominated that much this year. He also, uh, I, I was compiling this for a quiz, but somebody put it up on like Instagram. I saw it too. Had a horrible record this year. He was like like three and nine on pay per view. Jesus. Yeah, but he ended the year strong. That's all that matters. But yeah, Kenny Omega winning the year. I mean, he's been beat by Ellsworth like a couple times. I mean, he got beat by Sami Zayn yesterday or so. He's not even that good of a wrestler, really. (laughs) (laughs) All righty. Thank you guys again so very much for voting in the 2017 Swaggies. And thank you, Rich, for for holding that down as usual. It's my Um, pleasure every year. um, and, And it never disappoints. Never. Never ever, and we'll see. Uh, we have only two weeks in, but the Rich is already making his list for for next year. So who knows what'll what'll come from that? But um, let's shift gears and talk about what's been happening recently. Uh, Tope, what do you want to talk about? I mean, I have nothing to say about it, but I feel like we should uh, talk about that little thing that happened on Wednesday. <laughs> uh, yeah, Thursday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When, Wednesday, our time. <laughs> Wednesday going into Thursday. Yeah. Did you watch? So I'll start with you because uh, the rest of us have watched all or the majority of it. Did you, Have you watched anything of Wrestle Kingdom? You're not going to like this answer at all. <laughs> I watched, seen... you, you watched Impact instead. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Trevor Lee. Yeah. That's so we're not going to. I don't want <laughs> It is. He got the uh, time zones confused and he watched Wrestle Kingdom 10. <laughs> I was I'm a huge uh Okada versus probably someone that he's beaten already before. 
Um, I've seen Cody Rhodes' entrance because I'm like, why the fuck does he have blonde hair? And then that's it. Literally, and oh, and I just watched the villain's entrance, which was fucking dope. Okay, mm-hmm. that's good. Uh, yeah, because Cody uh, Cody Rhodes is blonde here because he wants to be like his brother and his dad, but instead he just looks like Rutger Hauer and fucking Blade Runner. <laughs> is that so bad though? No, it's not. It's not. It's fucking heel. <laughs> I fucking hate, and that's fucking heel he right there. It's not. Um, it's not a bad thing. It is heel heat. Uh, okay, cool. So we'll catch you up. Um, I, I think we. So I'll, I'll go ahead and announce because we've talked about it uh, off air and ahead of time. Uh, the winner of the Wrestle Kingdom Pickums was a two-way tie between the three of us, with thirty points each. Was myself, who already had locked up a, a part of first going into the main event, and the person that was in last place going into the main event, who snuck his way into tied for first, Rich, which meant that Spencer, who really should have won this, <laughs> <laughs> which I'll explain with, how in a minute, finished, yeah, finished with twenty-three points, finishing in third place. So Rich and I picked out, uh, which we picked the uh, Okada Naito shirt, correct? Mm, yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, yeah. Pick that one. So Spencer will have to wear that um, for whenever it arrives, the next month of podcasts. Wait, um, maybe the next two months? Oh, was it? I, I don't even. Well, I think we're going to let him off because it should have been like one person. Remember, second place is going to have to wear it one month and third place is going to have to wear it. But. Uh. <laughs> I know I feel shitty in that Spencer got fucking last when he shouldn't have. Um, so I put six points down on the the six-man tag uh, match. It was a gauntlet match with five teams. Bullet, or, uh, Bullet Club were the uh, champions, and they just had to deal with everyone else after they beat the shit out of each other. And then they got fucking beat by Chaos. These fucking jabronis. Bullet Club were the last ones in. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And they still lost. Yeah, well, so, which is bullshit. <laughs> and then. So, so I lost six points on that goddamn thing. <coughs> Th- that happens, and I go, yeah, jokingly, I said, they'll probably win it back tomorrow. And then sort of my face sank in horror when I realized that's exactly what was going to happen. And sure enough, <laughs> they won the goddamn belts back the next day. They basically lost the belts long enough just for me to have to buy a stupid T-shirt. The next day. Yeah, it happened in enough time to where you were still still able to take advantage of the sale that was going on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and and had that had that been the case, we did the, we crunched the numbers on it before we started. Um, Rich would have gotten first place on his own, which would have really pissed me off <laughs> because I would have lost my one point I got for getting chaos, and Spencer would have gotten his six points for Bullet Club. So Rich would have had thirty, and Spencer and I would have had twenty nine, and I would still be yelling about that. Yeah. So uh, I'm sorry that I put. Seven points on Okada because I was confident in that win. I'm sorry I was ace, right. What it, what it all boils down to is the ace doesn't lose in the main event of Wrestle Kingdom is what we found out. That's And that's, uh, for lack of a better word, kind of dumb. <laughs> um, I don't know. I actually left, uh, I left off watching it being like, you know what? That actually seems like the... The more interesting move, yeah. I that's what I said on the 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 Pickums podcast that we did. I I'm ultimately not like angry with it or think that it's like really really stupid. But I hate this like growing trend over the past two, three, four years that the most logical story isn't told just because they don't want to be predictable. Sometimes well, we've that's, talked. About- 
the way to tell the story. We've talked about that for more than the last two, three, four years. We've been talking sure. about that since the beginning of this podcast and them trying to like get out in front of, you know, uh, what might be out there already. And, and shit, that does, that's not even a wrestling thing. That would happen on Lost and shit, you know? <laughs> right, right. Uh, I know. I know. So, and normally I would agree with you, but I'm going to currently be giving Ghetto more of the benefit of the doubt. It's yeah. sort of like if you think you see the pattern and then you think that someone's messing it up, it's like those idiots have messed up the pattern. But then it's like, oh, if you zoom out far enough, it actually was part of a larger pattern, yeah. or in this case, a story being told. So sure. I, 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 I'm with you. I do agree. Like typically, I'm with you. Like just tell the story yeah. that needs to be told. But in this case, <laughs> you might just be missing the forest for the trees. And it's what we and it's what we said when we went over this match. Was like, there's really no result that's going to make us mad because right. it was still a a very good match. It wasn't a great match, which is a little bit of a letdown. But it was a very good match. And at the end, Okada still able to cut a promo as the top guy, mm-hmm. and the crowd leaves happy, and you and you feel fine with it. Right. Naito accomplished what he really kind of wanted to accomplish, which was be in the main event. Yes, right. Um, that was his like, victory. Right. Yeah, exactly. So like it all like it all makes sense and it's all very very good. It's and just someone someone that knows New Japan better than I do pointed out that he was if if not the entire match at certain points was wrestling like his old persona before he left for Mexico. Mm-hmm. Like at one point went to hit uh, uh, Okada Stardust like pressed. exactly like his original yeah. finishing move and missed it and it was kind of like oh no no this isn't gonna work dude yeah he used he that as well in i think the g1 mm. like the g1 final um but yeah uh there was also a very good uh botch spot comic uh yeah. that was uh okada's promo at the end of wrestle kingdom and then that panel google translated uh-huh. to roman reigns <laughs> <laughs> cutting a promo as the top babyface champion Ugh. it was very very funny <laughs> Yeah, it was. It, it just shows the difference and shows the, the how to properly have a top star and a baby face. Yeah. Um, but the, the the show basically worked itself out to be what we were talking about as the lead up was that it's not gonna. It's probably not gonna have anything that matches what the past. I want to say like four or five Wrestle Kingdoms have in terms of like that one or even two best match of all time or year candidates but instead was a more accessible mainstream show that was all uh overall solid and yeah good. overall very high quality nothing crazy yeah there was there wasn't anything bad on the show the only thing you could say that was potentially bad was just the fucking heat vacuum that was knife pervert but <laughs> uh, but then also you could also kind of chalk that up to tanahashi being largely Immobile, <laughs> not immobile, but just he's hurt. A busted up leg. He has a busted up arm. He's just a he's just a broken down piece of meat. He he's died fat four piece months of ago. shit. <laughs> <laughs> he's Vader. Yeah, <laughs> he's fucking Vader. But um, yeah. My my favorite thing on the show was was Omega and Jericho. I, the the four way would be a close second, but. Omega Jericho, I had reserved expectations going in, and they showed out and fucking, to me, yeah. killed it. Yeah. Um, and uh, sneaky shouts to Abushi and Cody as well. Those, sure. those I feel like, uh, maybe not an underrated match, but it's not getting the, the amount of conversation it probably should. 
And Goto Suzuki was also very, very good, despite the fact Honestly, that Goto was in the match. Yo, yeah, that Goto Suzuki match was, like, pretty fun. Yeah, it was super cool how Suzuki manhandled a broom with <laughs> highlighted tips. Um, I, I mean, uh, Suzuki having... And, like, the commentators did a great job in that match of highlighting, like... In Japanese culture, like shaving your head is like a like an act of contrition. Like you're shameful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was like Suzuki like grabbed the Clippers, did it himself, and it was just like well, and the way he went back too, because the rest of Suzuki were like bleeding him out while he was still like unaware of what right. he lost or whatever. And then when he like regained consciousness, it was like no, like yeah, I fucking lost to that piece of shit. No, I'm getting back in that ring. I'm shaving my head. Yeah, I'm starting over. Like this yep. is bullshit. So good. Yeah. yeah. Um. You mentioned commentary, and I want to have a, a side note here that I want to give sh- a shout to Kevin Kelly, who I've never really liked um, for doing a very good job with this show, and Don Callis, who uh, has grown on me and what I've heard because I was a big Steve Carino fan. And now, it is time for the pot swoggle. Fuck you of the week! I want to give a specific shout down and go fuck yourself to Jim Ross and Josh Barnett, who, <laughs> God, so so I watched the majority of the show on New Japan World, and then I have Access TV, okay. so I record New Japan every single week, and I, I go back and I watch I watch it now, um, and it's already been wearing on me. Like, mm. they are so bad, and holy fuck, were they even worse on this? Because it's four hours of them at once instead of one. <laughs> Just Josh Burnett is so dis disinterested, which yes. makes Jim Ross sound like a uh, uh, fucking uh, uh, cocaine head <laughs> calling slam ball. Okay, you brought it back. Yeah, like cocaine head. <laughs> yeah, cocaine head. <laughs> which is what he'd probably call it because he doesn't know anything. He keeps talking down to fucking Omega like he's not going to be anything unless he goes to WWE. Yeah. Uh, he he God. is a syllable away on half the names of just starting an international war half the time. <laughs> That's coming him, from you. Coming from me. Him trying to say Los Ingrenables de Japón every single time. I'm like, oh dear God, don't have them hear this. Here we go. Or it sounds like when he says it, it's like every movie slot machine. Uh, being like hitting the jackpot and coins coming out except just bacon falling out that's jim ross talking i'll still put the drop at the beginning of that fuck you jim ross <laughs> well hey he's Sorry. gonna be on raw 25 in a couple of uh weeks yeah. with man lawler yay i can't cool, wait so Ju- cool so jerry lawler can slobber over mandy rose's hair extensions and jim ross can forget what finn balor's name is i can't wait the real shooter Prince Devitt. I don't know why he wouldn't know that. <laughs> yeah, no, that would be that'd be great yeah. if that happened. <laughs> that'd be fantastic. He calls himself like, the rock and roll. Instead, he's gonna call him like Fib Teller. <laughs> One half of the, my favorite magical act, Fib Teller, coming to the stage. Yo, I, I I hate this joke online, but fucking what is Fib Taylor doing in the Impact Zone? It's fucking anyway. great. <laughs> he's a pathological liar, but he also likes to make clothes. <laughs> 
Um, so yeah, so where Russell, uh, where it's going from here, it looks like uh, Jericho's going to stick around for a little bit, or at least the yeah. the New, North American. When he showed show. up, and New just Year's like, Dash was tight. Yeah, I was so happy to see him watch. show up. Um, so get him in a little bit of Naito. Get uh, Jay White just failing upwards. Yeah, uh, he went from having a match with Tanahashi to having a match with Kitamura. So it was like, good for Kitamura. Hey, Switchblade, what's up? Yeah, but then Switchblade went from having a Kitamura. match with Kitamura to, to having a match with being invited Kitamura. into the Bullet Club, uh, uh, double crossing Kenny Omega, and then joining Chaos the day after that. Amazing. Which will in turn be a swerve because he'll lose to Kenny Omega and then he'll be the one to beat Okada for some reason. He's going <laughs> to fucking fail upwards, I swear to God. Yeah, it's strange. It was really weird. Like, I liked the Kenny saving Abushi Bullet Club yes, dis- that, like that dissension segment. But it just made sense to be like, we've been fucking torn apart forever. I have a solution. It's this fucking New Zealand guy. It's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> That's ridiculous. It's um, like when, when you're about to have a divorce and you're like, wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Let's have a kid first. Exactly. <laughs> you're going to do what? <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, it's uh, a, a new year and looks like they got things in motion. Tope, what's what's it going to take to get you? Besides time, <laughs> is time yeah. really it? <laughs> yeah, I don't. I barely watch. Well, I uh, I will start watching. They have four minute clips of every segment on YouTube, <laughs> which is how you stay up with Raw and SmackDown. Correct. Yeah. Uh, well, hey, we're getting there. Uh, if Mark Cuban feels feisty, we may get there. Cubes, if you're listening, I don't know how your friends call you Cubes. Cubes. <laughs> That's an awful nickname. Why is it an awful nickname? Cubes? Cubes. His name's Mark Cuban. What's up, Cubes? No, I hate it's, that. It's a... <laughs> well, don't, don't ignore that and uh, put all your money in New Japan. The Mavericks suck. Put all your money in New Japan. <laughs> um, anything else on New Japan, Wrestle Kingdom... Etc. Before we move on to the Mart- Marty Scroll's entrance was insane. That's I just want to say that. And that four way match. Yeah. And the four way match was my, yeah, like possibly my oh. favorite part of the, the card. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, there was at least two se- segments where I'm like, oh, they should really do this more. <laughs> like over here, like I thought they... Hiromu didn't get a lot of uh, offense in, which is a shame. But what are you gonna do? Well, and I think that was almost purposeful because now he's the first challenger at Osprey. So yeah, there you go. There kind you of go. give everyone else the shine because he's going to get more time. Smart. Stuff, so. Um, so, well, we're talking about smart, so let's move over to WWE so we can talk about the antithesis. Um, no, I mean <laughs> that's that's a that's a pot shot. I, I think everything's been okay recently. I, I do want to share. So we're on the road to the Royal Rumble, and if you haven't, um, when you're listening to this, everyone's going to have. At what time does the sale end for the for the Arcade Audio merch? Oh, uh, tonight at midnight, I imagine. Uh, so, so, so new eighteen is the promo code, all caps. Nice. New eighteen, and if you order this week, it will get to you in time for for the Rumble. And plenty of time. I I, I ordered mine today, um, and said so I think it was going to get there on my birthday actually, which is which is very nice. Uh, I ordered it specifically because. Uh, Every year for the Rumble. Sorry, I'm where can a, you find those shirts? 
Oh, I'm sorry. You can find them. I thought I said it. Arcadeaudio.net slash merch is where you can find the Rumble Theory shirt and the Devil's Christmas Tree shirt. And I'll say it again at the end. I might even put it on the front. I'm just going to keep saying it. <laughs> Fucking pay us! Um, every year, as we prepare for the Rumble, I um, sit down and I start thinking. Only only thing I do uh, ahead of time for Pickums at any point in the year is the Rumble. It's my favorite thing. That's how Rumble Theory starts. I make these narratives in my mind, and I write them down. And this year, I have double the amount of work. So I'm literally, I have four full notebooks that look like Jack Torrance pissed all over him. It's ridiculous. Just <laughs> scribblings and writings. It's horrible. But I wrote something down very early on that I really, really liked. And I was like, this seems like the best I've ever had at this early on. And I just want to point out that of those things that I had written down, in my final four for each Rumble, one was Samoa Joe, who is now, now probably not going to be in the match because his foot exploded. <laughs> and the other one was Paige, who's probably not going to be in the match because her neck exploded. So, say it with me at home. Rumble Theory! <sighs> so, here's the thing. <laughs> Why do I do this to myself? You are a silly fool. <laughs> I'm just not going to do it again because I'm scared I'm going to fuck the matchup. It's going to get to the point where, like, I'm going to. The only people who are going to be in the match are fucking Elias and a ham sandwich. <laughs> and I'm which, still gonna, which I'm, well, the, the ham sandwich can't lose. <laughs> he has no feet. Yeah. <laughs> How are you going to get him over the top rope? And exactly. Uh, the check your notebook for curses. That's all I'll say. Oh no, I it's dude. I I thought I was like I saw the page news. I'm like, oh, she'll be fine. And then I saw the Samoa Joe news. I'm like, fuck, that really sucks. I I had him for a, a bunch of stuff, so I have to redo all that. And then like I was like, okay, but that's that's fine. I'll I'll make it work. And then I saw that Paige probably isn't going to be cleared by the Rumble now. Like right Wait, before what we started recording. Something she on, uh, caught like a stinger at a house show. Wow. On her on her already bad neck from a stiff kick from Sasha, so that's why she didn't work the past couple weeks and has just been really like managing Mandy and Sonya, and she's probably not going to be cleared in time for the Rumble. Um, so that's one of, that's one of their fe- like old female derelict they're going to have to bring back to fill a spot. Joe, on the other hand, uh, a he's going to be a voice in a Transformers uh, series. Hell yeah, that's cool for him. That shit doesn't happen when you're in TNA. Uh, <laughs> you can do the voice on a GoBots show. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, for someone's private collection in their basement. Uh, but uh, I liked the direction of his promo on Monday. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, I've heard other things that indicate that that would be a filler feud as opposed to a mania feud. That's what I was hoping against. God damn it. Like, yeah, happened, because I'm very excited. I'm like, I hope it. Well, if he is hurt, maybe they have to. How oh, it becomes here a idea match. Here I go again. Yeah. The on my own. The uh, the the word on the <laughs> someone danced on the hood of a car immediately. Uh, the word on the street is that Cena's match at Mania is not like a make good for the past couple years, but it's supposed to be very, 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 very high profile. So either somebody coming back for it. Or somebody stupidly uh, putting on the boots and the hat that he left in the ring and finally doing the match they should have done like five years ago. Both of those suck. Name one yep. person who could come back that you would get hyped about to fight John Cena. 
There isn't one. There is the not list- one. Yeah. Scott Steiner. Well, Like, what the fuck are you thinking? This is crazy. <laughs> Bruno San Martino. Bro, I'm acting like Joseph Gordon Levin and Angels in the Outfield right now. I'm flapping my arms <laughs> in my living room. <sighs> God damn, the promos would be amazing. Um, there isn't. Like, the list said, like, because Batista wants one more run, but they're not going to fucking do that. They have, like, Goldberg and, like, whatever. But it's, So it's probably because, like, Taker's going to be at the Raw 25 show, and they said that it's probably going to start there. So, and they already said that if he can work, they want to have him work a match. So. Well, he got fixed, right? I, I just want that to happen just to shit down Roman's neck. <laughs> yeah, I'm fine with that. Exactly. Uh, he can, yeah, he should be. I mean, it's a hip replacement, which is serious. Um, Roddy, Roddy Piper had yeah, two of them. Nice. Yeah, Roddy Piper's got two of them, and you saw how good of a wrestler he was in 1998, Spencer. Oh, so whatever. He's so pretty, good enough. If Taker can move yeah. as good as Roddy Piper, I'll take it. Plus, Cena can work. I don't remember exactly who Piper was working in '98. Uh, Hogan and Savage. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, who could? Yeah. Who Hogan could never work. Yeah. Hogan Cena- didn't even have artificial hips and was worse than Piper still. <laughs> that reminds me. I just watched Bash of the Beach '98, which was the main event was. Hogan and uh, Dennis Rodman mm-hmm. versus Karl Malone and uh, DDP. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Dude, this is the longest fucking match of all time. Yeah. Nothing happened. It was just like so, the man. worst. Malone, the though. Second, the second what? best wrestler in that match is Karl Malone. <laughs> yeah. And Hulk Hogan is one of the greatest wrestlers of all time on and, uh, every number except actual smart ones. Um, I, I remember watching that live thinking it was one of the greatest things I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Of course you yeah, I can imagine yeah, can being like a kid and like like being like ten years old. I would have been yeah, I've been ten. Yeah, when it, when it happened, I probably yeah. been pretty cool. And if you also I'm, like basketball as well, yeah, because you're I, losing I, your mind. I just watched a clip of like I guess they met in the playoffs like yeah. at, at the time, yeah, like three weeks before. Yeah, yeah, and then it got into like not not like a scrap, but they had a they threw some elbows at each other. Mm-hmm. And Bob, Cost, mm-hmm. I saw this in the uh, rewind. Observer the rewind. rewind. Yeah. Yep. Bob Costas was like talking shit on them, like save it for the wrestling match, idiots. Like <laughs> Jesus. Because Bob Costas is a twerp. Yeah, it's a perfect that. word for Bob Costas. You have fun sitting on your five phone books, you fuck. Um, <laughs> Jesus. Sorry, I'm just I'm fucking, I hate every commentator tonight. Except <laughs> agrees, baby. Just uh, shooting. Just doing it. Uh, you know, I was going to say Tope. It was exactly what Spencer said. It was like, you and I are watching like the NBA Finals being like, this is the coolest thing ever. Oh, and then we're going to get to watch him wrestle. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And I, I think I said this before, but I didn't realize... I didn't know what wrestling was at that time, so I just thought it was like, oh, shit, this is like halftime of a game. Like, I didn't understand what was happening. <laughs> I was like, yeah. it's just fucking dope. Rodman and Malone and this, these two old fucks who I don't know. <laughs> I feel like I, I like was born knowing who Hulk Hogan was. That's amazing that you didn't recognize him. I had no idea who he was. So good. And I played the video games, too, so I don't know how that's possible. <laughs> Um, you probably just had like a uh, I was going to say a relative that looked like Hulk Hogan, but I don't think that's the case. No. <laughs> um, Wait, did he have a cartoon show? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like yeah. I watched Hogan's cartoon show, and that's how I knew who yeah. he was. Probably, yeah. Voiced by Brad Garrett. Mm-hmm. Oh, Hogan was? <laughs> yeah, he was. Yeah. Oh, it sounded horrible. Wow, that's a match made in heaven. Raymond, <laughs> Hulkamania is going to run wild on you. <laughs> 
No, but like Blair Garrett was trying to do a Hulk Hogan, so it was terrible. <laughs> it was so bad. So that's the number one. Well, the number two thing I was upset about when Hulk Hogan was real to be a big old racist. Number one being the obvious. Number two was the fact that they took off Hulk Hogan's cartoon show off of the network because they oh, just added the it. it. was on the network. Oh no. Yeah, it, they added it like two weeks before that, dude. And I just had just started watching like, the first two episodes. And then when if all I that shit went down, that cartoon, my like Manchurian candidate like alarm would have gone off in my brain. I would have had to kill Vince McMahon or something. Like, <laughs> yeah, it would have triggered some weird repressed memory in my head. Yeah, it was that show was fucking dope. Um, but where the fuck were we? We were <laughs> we, we 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 skewed somewhere. We were uh, talking about the Rumble. Oh, Undertaker's hip. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I, I will say this, and I'll Bob. I'd be if I'm feeling froggy enough, I'll jump at this. I if the, if it's happening, I would put money on Cena Dragon Taker's carcass to three stars at Mania. <laughs> yeah, I I think yeah, I, I think that's on the low end too. Like, look, Cena Cena will be so invested in that shit that no matter what, Cena. I don't know. Cena's been on a fucking neutral the whole year. Remember that? Yeah. No, you're not going to remember it. That John Cena Baron Corbin match from SummerSlam. What? Exactly. That happened this past year. <laughs> remember John Cena? Remember John Cena wrestled Elias on Christmas? That I remember. That was it. Was horrible. That's a good it promo. So though. it was a great promo. The match was the shits. Um. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. I mean. It's still up in the air because a lot of people are still murmuring that uh, Cena might wrestle AJ to go for 17 at Mania 2, which there's there's a lot of moving pieces everywhere that, you know, with one injury or one change could, could easily happen. Um, except the fact that Roman Reigns and, and Brock Lesnar are going to wrestle at WrestleMania. That, that's, that's been set up since Roman Reigns was born, apparently. Uh, well, here's the question I have. Does, does Brock, or excuse me... Uh, is Braun Strowman going to be given a grappling hook from now on? I fucking hope so. Cause that that shit, shit better be in every video game moving forward. That shit was raw, dude. <laughs> and like people on Twitter are like, how did, where did he get it? How did he know? Fuck that. What, like, uh, it's called being smart and, and <laughs> reconnaissance <laughs> and like, you know, sneaking around backstage yeah. and like hey. seeing them set stuff up. It's like, oh, they keep, yeah. or, or he plants it there. Cause he knew exactly yeah, yeah. where I was it say, was. This doesn't make sense. How does Michael Corleone have a gun in this restaurant? Cause he fucking yeah. planted it there. Yeah. Braun's gone inside me. Oh my God. I want, he put the grab a hook in the toilet tank. 10 years from now to that's going to be, oh, by the way, that's going to be a, a category for next year's swaggies is best, best. feet of strength. Parentheses, probably by Braun Strowman. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, like every time I think, man, like that sucks. Like they, like they finally escalated it too far. Right? Yeah. No, now he's got, same, now he's same. got fucking Batman equipment. Yeah. Like that's what, what someone said. Someone said on Reddit today, they were like, <laughs> that, that moment was what you did with your WWE action figures. Yep. <laughs> like, oh no, he's got the grappling hook from Batman and he's fighting Megazords. Like, <laughs> I can't. I can't wait for the build the WrestleMania when Braun Strowman throws Triple H off the top of Castle Fucking Grayskull. Please, which in Please. turn means Triple H comes out as Skeletor. Oh, I just love this whole thing, and it's awesome. He's already kind of done that before yeah, too. He's right there. Uh, oh my god! I have, the, I have the power with the hammer. Oh Jesus Dude. Christ! Widen, those are all your points right there, buddy. <laughs> also, also, I the other thing that I low key love about that segment was 
uh, every EMT in Alabama was helping Brock Lesnar get onto a stretcher, and not a single soul was even looking at Kane, who was just like <laughs> stumbling away from a fucking DUI accident. <laughs> That was so. That was the best. Paul Brock's like, I'm not going. While Kane is like impaled, Kane's got something sticking out of his stomach. Um, yeah, it's uh, we got like seven matches booked for the Rumble, and two of them are Rumbles. Which so we literally, we literally might have to put thirty points on something, like because there's These matches are so crazy. There's like two out of three falls matches and yeah. like handicap matches and shit. Yeah, Something's going to get bumped at the pre-show. It's, it'll probably sadly be the Usos against Gable and Benjamin. Um, they, I, I don't the think title? they'll bump. Yeah, well, it's probably going to end up being rude and gender, so I don't think they're going to want to bump that to the the pre-show. Um, and I, I, the fact that they're doing Seth and Jordan versus the Bar too also fucks me up because I just wrote all four of those guys into the Rumble. Doesn't mean they still all won't still all right. four be in the Rumble, but that always screws me up because I don't know when they do and do not do that. And again, I had Seth Rollins pegged to fucking. Sorry. What's up, say What are the women's champions doing? Nothing. <laughs> they literally, they get the night off. Oh, I feel that like kind of sucks. I feel like yeah. you could probably project uh, Alexa and Asuka might happen. Well, no, Asuka's in the Rumble. Oh yeah, yeah is she? she? Is. Yeah, yeah, Oscar's oh, in the fuck. Rumble. And literally, literally, all, go ahead, Tony. I was all the uh, Riot okay. Squad are in the Rumble, yeah. so there's like literally nothing. Huh. Every already announces every single female member of the SmackDown roster. <laughs> like they've already officially committed yeah. to the match. Yeah. Like Tamina, Lana, all yeah. of them. So if you do, if you break down the numbers, excluding Alexa and Charlotte, I think it was 19 female main roster members, which means they have 11 spots to fill. Um, so you figure that's going to be probably five NXT, five Legends, and then Ronda Rousey. You know, and <laughs> man, come on, man! I didn't want to say that shit out loud. Oh, I'm just trying to, you know, not reverse had, jinx it, but reverse jinx it. Yeah, she had dinner with Triple H last night, um, which means either we have a new wrestling company opening, or <laughs> Ronda Rousey's going to be in the Rumble. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? Wouldn't that be fucking amazing if like Triple H was just like like banging Ronda Rousey on the side? That would be man. Can I change my pick for 2018 story <laughs> for that? Uh, no, but I do. This just like reminded me of just how much I love this time of year that we can just wind you up and just listen to you go mullet Look, in one year i'm gonna be right and i'm never gonna let you guys live it down but until then i'm gonna keep saying that ronda rousey's gonna win the, win the men's rumble and oscar's gonna shoot kurt hawkins out of her cooter in the men's rumble like <laughs> so what's gonna happen in the women's rumble absolutely nothing. wins it all <laughs> <laughs> absolutely nothing and they're already teasing like on rock angle was like on the phone and he's like oh I mean, you're gonna be such a great surprise it's gonna be see good to see you back again Ugh, these picks are going to be so fucking stupid. Ugh. I hate Kurt Angle. His character is annoying to me. Yeah, you're not wrong. Okay. It, it, it's going to be fun in a couple of years when you get to watch Kurt Angle grow into one of the best all-around, uh, best all-around performers ever, who was literally one of the best Mike guys ever, and now 
can't even That's say the Declaration of Independence on yeah. fucking up four times. And and beyond just his, sorry, you mean action. the Pledge of Allegiance? That's why, man. As soon as I said, it, I was like, "I'm going to call me out in five seconds." <laughs> <laughs> it was yeah, you know, uh, so hey, we hold these truths to be these damn truths to be self-evident. <laughs> It would take it would take Kurt Angle until the uh, the like the tenth female Royal Rumble to finish saying the Declaration of Independence. But um, yeah, no, he, he's he's bad. That was the preamble, um, anyway. Yeah, I don't think that was even the Declaration. <laughs> uh, well, and and aside from like him also just kind of being a milk toast character as well, like yeah. when you have the other commissioner right. to to stack him up against and Daniel Bryan, who's playing a very like nuanced and yeah and like he's putting on a an actual like fucking performance yeah i don't know which way he's going with anything yeah in a good way yeah like i don't know what's, what side of the bread is, is his butter lies on <laughs> that's one of those phrases you were talking yep. about before the show <laughs> he's really cooking on all cylinders yeah <laughs> yeah um what what else for WWE? Is there anything else uh, main roster wise we haven't talked about that we want to vex? Are, are we going to get Shane McMahon versus Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania? I'll throw that out there. Is another like crazy random fucking like whatever. I want to say all signs point to yes. Yep, because I don't. All signs point to yep. <laughs> uh, because <laughs> like where else do you go unless it's just like them putting forth like representatives? Yeah, they keep putting up fight. proxies. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's just, oh. uh, yeah, that, that's one of the things I kind of like about SmackDown right now is like, there's, there's a bunch of different ways their chess pieces can go. Um, I thought I knew what was going to happen for this handicap match, but it hinged on Sammy and Kevin not acknowledging like them being on the same team that you can only have one winner, but then this week on SmackDown, they said, we'll be the first co-champions. Mm. So it's like, well, they're on the same page. So, you know, that doesn't mean anything still can't happen, but it's just throwing wrenches. I'm turning into mullet. <laughs> yes, become a wrench. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that even means. Um, yeah, it's... I I don't know. I, it's, it's probably the safest thing, because in turn, Shane McMahon will just fucking do everything, which is not what you want to have happen in a Daniel Bryan match, but <laughs> if that's... If that, that's what it takes or yeah, yeah, tope yeah tope <laughs> tope well, you know they want to get lashley back so that's one representative uh we ain't got umaga yeah. but you know battle of the billionaires well battle of shane mcmahon and a <laughs> well uh <laughs> would would joe be back by then just give him the gimmick Ooh. he was he never wanted to have Oh God! And then we get to watch Bobby Lashley beat Samoa Joe in six minutes again in a WWE ring instead of a TNA <laughs> ring. At least Joe doesn't have his fucking like huxp on his face like he did that dumbass. God, TNA sucked. Sucks. Oh, I have something about TNA that just happened. A spoiler. Please, Please. go ahead. I was going to bring this up. Let's go, girls. Oh, uh, oh. So you guys know what you saw? What happened? No, I did. Uh, spoiler if you're a TNA fan, I'm so sorry. Uh, Austin Aries de- re-debuted. Wow. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, you didn't know that Austin Aries is a TNA champion. Like the <laughs> world champion? Yes! <laughs> 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 like, I can see, baby. 
I just the ripped picture, picture of them both in street clothes. <laughs> I just ripped one of my eyes out. In their brand new, yet again, four-sided ring. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Forgot about that. I buried the lead. What if TNA becomes good? No, it's not going to happen. Oh, okay. no. Don't. Nope. Nope. That's how they get everybody yeah. to watch. Yes. Yep. That is not the kind of thing that you hear where it's like, oh, maybe that's like, nope. That makes no sense. <laughs> that is them taking eight months to build up Eli Drake and then bringing in a guy who just cut like a nonsensical promo who. <sighs> Sorry. I can't like the like the world title, Tope. The world title. I'm uh, setting the picture. Um... You mean like the world TV title, like their grand championship, right? Like like Austin Aries is going to be in March of Madness title. Oh, that's any title. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, Austin Aries. How often does WWE lose people to TNA? I mean, I mean Del Rio, I guess, sort of. Yeah, like it happens, <clears throat> and then this. This is the shit that happens every time. Like, someone leaves WWE because of schedule or pay or placement or whatnot. They go to TNA. No one else but us notices. They put the title on them e-fucking-immediately. <laughs> and no one still cares. Are you sure he beat Eli Drake for the title or did he not beat, like, Don Johnson in his Miami Vice clothes? Like, why is that guy even dressed up? <laughs> well, Chris Adonis attacked Aries from the back. Eli calls referee, match starts uh, for the title, and the next scoop is Harry's wins, wins the title. They are in Sorry, street clothes. he won the title? Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's the world champion of TNA on his first night back. Well, good for him. <laughs> he probably deserved it. Probably earned it. He's a great champion. Ah, well, Tope, you you are you are the man of the scoops, and I have a scoop for I have a scoop for you. Do you have something else? Oh no, I had a I had another scoop, but it might be the same scoop. Please, skip uh, out scoops. Oh, no, the my, my brand of episodes. <laughs> Two scoops. <laughs> oh no, my Two no, scoops. mine's not a scoop. Two my, scoops. My, my that was great synchronization. Uh, that was uh, it was great. No, mine was going to be wooden, wooden, wooden. We're going to be deciding the decoration of independence <laughs> on the after road. <laughs> Widen was uh Widen was gonna use one of his powers on you, Tope. So please give us your scoop first. <laughs> oh, <no. sighs> God damn it! Uh, so a uh, 2017 Swaggy Award winner apparently uh, signed a development deal. I just saw that as well when I looked that up. Spencer Rich, any care to guess? Kenny Omega. Wow. Big <laughs> <laughs> step up from it. Jr. was right. Wow. <laughs> Jack Swagger. <laughs> Uh, freak! Uh, I don't know. I, I I wasn't paying attention when Rich was doing the thing. Oh, <laughs> no! <I'm just> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> uh, well, she's got to join her uh, husband. Wow, Candace. Yes. Wow. Oh man, she uh, just got yep. shirts and hot topic too. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> That's why they did it, bitch. Getting money, sign her up. <laughs> Give her that forty-five grand a year. Just like, wait for it. Wait for it now. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Exactly. Good. That took way too fucking long. Yeah. That, that's all my scoops. Nice. Well, I have a scoop for you, and it's uh, straight from your Podswoggle champion, Michael Whitten, and it's directly to you, Tope.
this is what I have to. This isn't even a power. Just what I have to read about this. I'm not going to spruce this up. I'm not going to. I decree that for my power, I. It's <laughs> already so good. Right. champion Michael Whitten, keeper of the Podswoggle champion Thanos. It's not a fucking Game of Thrones name, you dick. Will be reigniting the fire and bond between Tope at a banjo and Fireball. Mm-hmm. To make up for the nine shots that Tope owes Widen for the nine Superman punches and spears that Roman Reigns gave the Undertaker at WrestleMania 33. <laughs> this is good. Starting with the Rumble Pick'em podcast, Tope will take two shots at the beginning of every podcast we record until the debt is paid. If we wow! record a second podcast, if we record a second podcast the same night, Tope must do one shot at the beginning of that podcast. So it is written. I should want to add in here. So it is Widen. But I won't. So it shall be done. Woof woof. Harsh, but fair. <laughs> got to sell on those promos, kid. You got to get those promos. Hard. Woo woo. That's your big catchphrase. Uh, no, whoop whoop whoop. I think he meant to do like the Marty School. Whoop whoop. But I just, my baby's asleep, and you know, I still ended up doing it. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait. So I, I, so basically, what you're saying is I had to take two shots right now, or starting with the Rumble podcast. Uh, no, you'll have to take one shot when we end this podcast when we do the Rumble Twitch picks, and then you'll have to do two next week. Honestly, two I, don't two. Even have, I don't even have my pick, so I kind of just want to be kind of tipsy slash drunk by the time that I do it. So I might just do it right now. Hey, whatever you hey, whatever you want to do, baby, right. fuck them. Um, anything else? Anything else that I would want to cover before we uh, wrap up this week and then, in turn, record our Rumble Twitch picks? No. I, yeah, I think I think Austin Aries running the TNA title really? in street clothes <laughs> yeah. about what sums it up. Say? God damn it. Grappling That's going to do it. As, as, <laughs> yeah, let's remember grappling hook and not Austin Aries. Uh, Austin Aries with a grappling hook, however. Is that good for the grappling hook? or No, is that bad for the grappling hook or good for Austin Aries? Next on the McLaughlin Report. <laughs> That'll do it for this week's episode. Of Pods Foggle Wrestling Podcast with Entertainment. We thank you as always for listening to the show. You can check us out, arcadeaudio.net, for this podcast and all the other ones in our network of shows. Please subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, I'm sorry, Apple, Stitcher, and Google. Leave us a review in five stars. Helps us out very, very much. Uh, also on arcadeaudio.net, like I said, slash merch for uh, the remainder of today. If you're done, uh, listening to this uh, on Friday when it is uploaded, Go to there. Use the promo code NEW18. Is that correct? Yep, that's correct. All caps, N-E-W. Or if if you're on your computer, you can just literally click the redeem button. It automatically does it for you. Yes. Um, And get your discounts on either the Rumble Theory shirt or the Devil's Christmas shirt. They are oh so nice, and I cannot wait for mine to arrive in the mail. You can also help us out by going to patreon.com slash arcadeaudio for uh, just five bucks a month. Get bonus content. You can also get uh, further merch down the road. Uh, you can get uh, free hangout. You're not free, but uh, hang out with us online, postcards, great stuff there just by being a fan of Arcade Audio, and all social media for Potswoggle as well. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, of course, Twitch, the... Sunday of the Rumble, 4 p.m. Eastern, will be the Potswoggle Rumble live. And you can see all those old former streams on YouTube. Also, send us an email, potswoggle.gmail.com. Let us know what you think of the show, and we will read it. And with that, Rich, final thoughts. Uh, Just created a new category for the Swaggies 2018, Best Use of an Inanimate Object.
<laughs> Ooh, I like that. Did you somebody? Uh, I saw somebody asked Meltzer two different questions about the Wrestling Observer Awards, and one of them was, "Could they nominate Daryl Takahashi for Best Non Wrestler?" And he said, "No." So just in case you didn't say "fuck that man" and uh, before, "fuck that man." Negative five stars. Yeah. What a fucking geek. Spencer, final thoughts. Uh, I think I'm coming to terms with it, guys. I might be a jerkaholic. It's all right, man. It's the first serious. step is admitting you're a jerkaholic. <laughs> you're you're in the summer of '98 too, which is when like he's fucking really awesome and like the best part of WCW. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, yeah. Just wait until oh, you have so much. Oh, you're just starting with Chris Jericho. I, I've been telling Spencer this for like months now. It's like, dude, you have so much ahead of you. <laughs> you're getting Chris Jericho retroactively and currently, and they're both fucking awesome. Yeah, who else can you that, say right? that about? Yeah. It's it's fantastic. Not Kane. Nope. <laughs> nope. Kane looks like one of those inflatable things you put outside the front of your house for trick or treating. Now, uh, Topi, final thoughts. Uh, apologies to Charlie Caruso, and I'm pretty sure looking at the Batch of the Beach '98 card, I thought Booker T was Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I don't know, man. I was a dumb kid. <laughs> uh, so what does it make Stevie Ray? <laughs> There's two Whoopi Goldberg? Two Whoopi Oh, man. Harlem Heat getting a nun gimmick would have still been better than almost their original gimmick. Yep. Uh-huh. <sighs> For Spencer. Not, not, sorry, has anyone ever had a nun gimmick? Yeah, uh, the Headbangers. Had a, a, what were they called? They were called like the Sisters of Pain or something. They only were on, they were on the debut episode of Shotgun Saturday Night. And oh, wow. go figure, they're like, hey, let's make these guys headbangers instead. That's better. And that's, that's one of the rare cases where that is correct. They were managed they by times. Brother Love. Yeah, come to think of it, that could have worked. <laughs> that would have gotten over. Also for uh, Raw 25, Brother Love, The Boogeyman, and there was somebody else stupid going to be on that show officially. Who else? Bastion Booger. He's dead. Oh, oh, oh. spoilers. (laughs) (laughs) I I hate to tell you, Bastion Booger ain't joining the NWO. We are swogging off. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at ArcadeAudio.net.